everybody and welcome back to the pre-production meeting. This is episode 35. I'm your co-host Josh Urquhart and today I'm by myself with the co-host but I brought someone special on for you. Dan is in Europe still. Austin is doing his own thing. He's actually got a meeting right now for his own film so he thought he would do that over this just because you know timings will clash and whatnot. But I have a special one for you today, guys. Like this one we've been setting up for a while now. And um, if it's anything to go by from our first conversation that was off camera, you guys are in for something special. Now, I have a guest with me. I have a guest. And I actually wrote a little intro. So to introduce him, here we go. Now, I know I say that every time we have a guest, it is a special one. But I truly, truly believe this podcast with this special guest will open your eyes to the world of filmmaking like it did to me. To this day, the best ever conversation about film and the industry I have ever had, I had with this man. He is not only inspirational, not only an incredible actor, the standout, may I add, from my most recent film, Ozma. He is a good man. A good man which I've had the pleasure of getting to know on a deeper level, and now you all had the pleasure of doing so too. He has studied at the Actors Centre Australia and National Institute of Dramatic Art. With those skills, having played everything from the Roman politician Mark Anthony to Puck from Midsummer Night's Dream to the one and only Picasso in a plethora of theatre productions, he's now chosen to take the cinema world by storm, acting in a couple shorts, including mine, as Prince Loris of Ravania. From Castle Hill High to Actors Centre Australia, Pavilion Theatre, if he's acting, it's not a failure, it's Taha Zun. Uzi. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Wow, that intro. I know. You got a little bit of rhyme going as well. <laughs> I know, oh, mate. God. There you go. How, how are you feeling, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be here, finally. Finally, mate. We've been, we've been setting this up for ages. Yes. We've been setting this up for ages. It's been in the running for ages. You've been my number one most wanted guest on this podcast due to our first conversation that we had. Um, we'll get into how we met because that's a funny one. But before that, is this your first podcast? This is yeah first podcast. Um, I did a I did a radio interview nice for, for uh, when I was doing a theater production last year, and the worst story like I Tell so us. obviously it's live yes so I got to be there at a specific <laughs> oh, moment right? this is God. so I'm I go on my phone and this is why I don't trust navigators anymore. <laughs> I go, I, bro, I go on my phone. I I put the address in. I'm going. I'm on time. Everything's sweet. I'm listening to music. I'm in the zone. I go on to the M2. Oh no. Now I forgot to turn off avoid tools oh, on my navigator, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was gonna be on the M2 for like two minutes, make an exit, and I'm there. It was it was close. It was Mate, this shit far. always happens, yeah. Bro. So I, I go onto the M2 and then my navigator tries to get me out of tall as soon as possible yeah. because it thinks I've made a wrong turn. Yeah. So I don't know if I, I was like I'm pretty sure this is not the exact <laughs> turn. I'm pretty sure I'm going to keep going. So, yeah. But I, I trust it. I'm like, okay, cool. Obviously, Navigator knows something. I don't. Yes. So I trust that I take take the exit. And I end up, I, I go in this tunnel. Navigator's not working anymore. The Lane Cove tunnel? Bro, yeah, one, the new one. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the, the, the West Connects or whatever it Some, is. Yeah, that one always fucks. Yeah, the fancy lights. For, yeah. for bear on mine. Five seconds and then it's just and black it's just, again. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, so, I, that one fucks me up. And as then well. there's a sign, and I'm like, "Where am I going?" Because navigator's not talking. There's yeah. a reception, and then I, I read a sign that says that straight for Newcastle. I said, "Okay, <laughs> I've hang, done this exactly." Hang on a fucking second. I'm yeah. not gonna, so I, I take I take the first exit. <laughs> I go out and I end up in like I end up in I end up in Hornsby, and I'm meant to be like in Macquarie. And the worst part, I'm, I'm getting texts. 
like it's too, it, I'm, I'm supposed to be live in two minutes yeah. i'm listening to the station <laughs> bro i'm listening i'm in the car i'm listening to the station i'm getting introduced like after the break we've got and she's talking about the show and promoting it and a good friend of mine as well and i i, I text them like look i'm i'm so far away <laughs> And I'm getting so, and I'm and I'm driving. I'm like risking all my demerit points. Oh man! I'm speeding. I'm speeding, and I'm getting texts from like my friends. Like, when are you gonna come on? Everyone's like tuning in to listen. Jeez. So it was so stressful. I finally made it. Uh, but uh, that, did you yeah. get there on time? No, no, no. But she she, she had to push back that. Segment. Yeah, that segment. Um, so she was she, like. We, played music and talked about other stuff until and then i went there and i couldn't find the studio anyway i made it we did it but uh yeah first podcast uh second interview yeah. yes all right cool no i i had a radio uh interview yonks ago for my first my first flash film that i made back in the day i remember doing that they're they're pretty nerve-wracking the live ones yeah because if you mess up that's mate it. if you mess up that's done um and you, you're getting i'm getting live messages and stuff like you sound like an idiot like i can change it change all of this stuff but i've done that so many times mate when we were um when i was having the meetings with everyone for osma mate i can't count how many times this stupid tunnel messed me up it was that exact that tunnel mate it gets you, man. It gets me. And I'm like, man, these actors, like, they're so good and I'm being so unprofessional now. <laughs> I remember there was one time where I was going to get there like 10 minutes before and I left like specifics, mate. I was doing but meetings after meetings. I was going, yeah. you know. That whole week you raw, were seeing everyone, Yeah, literally. Right? Yeah. Um, and it was like on the way and I took the wrong tunnel and I was on the way to Newcastle now. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck this. And then I, I, I remember... Because I couldn't text. I was like in the middle of the tunnel. I'm like, there's probably cameras everywhere. I remember messaging Lex. Hey, Lex, can you email Emily? Tell her I'm going to be late, whatever. And then my navigator's just changing times here, there, and everywhere. Mate, uh, Apple Maps, not the way to go. But still, I still use it for some reason. So I I use Google Maps. That's what I think I'm going to do. I got recommended by a cop to use Waze. It shows you where the yeah. It shows you where the cops. It's funny because a cop recommended that wow. to me. He's <laughs> like, use Waze, and then I'm pretty <laughs> sure Waze you can customize your voice and stuff on it as well. No way. Yeah, no ways. Oh my god. All right. Anyways, enough of our little uh, little uh, road rage. But my friend, I had a great chat with you earlier this year. Yes. But before that, we met in a in a unique kind of way, and it really really shows how important networking is in this industry. And um. I want you to tell the story. Yeah, for sure. Go so for it. We're at line. I'm in line with a friend at um, the premiere for Babylon. Yes. And uh, we're standing in line, and a friend of mine says, "I got to go eat. I'm really hungry." I said, mm. "Okay, go now. I'll, I'll wait in line." That's all right. And um, I go on the phone. I'm talking to a friend. Anyway, phone conversation finishes, and behind me, I hear two people speaking about. Um, like one person asking the other, oh, when it, so you're going to start casting for, for your short film now? And the guy's like, yeah, I'm going to do this, do that. <laughs> you little eavesdropper. And, and my ears go up. So I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you guys the whole time. And um, so I say to myself, like, i gotta, I got to introduce myself to these guys. Mm. They're in the industry, so <clears throat> what better way? So I turn around and we start talking and turns out, to, I, I, I turn around and see this gorgeous face and I see Oh, mate, stop and, it. And um, so yes, it perfectly... Perfectly cut beard, chiseled your mate. We Come on, good that night, we man. did. We looked dapper. Yes, we did. Continue. Yes. Sorry, my friend. And um, yeah, so it turns turns out we're from the same area, literally we've around got, the corner. We've got mutual friends. We got mutual. That's fucked, man. I still can't believe it. It was that. insane. And, and you're the person in in front of me, right in front. And there was that line was so so, big. so long. Yeah. Um. But then, yeah, that's that's where we met. And I remember I just told you if you're casting, just let me know, and I'd love to yeah. audition. And, and it, 
went from there. Bob's your now uncle, mate. Here. I know. Now, now we're, we're here, here. and I, you were literally you were the first person that sent me a self tape. You're the first person that I sent the brief to to get an audition from. Oh, and really? Yeah, you blew it out of the water, mate. You could have played either of those roles, honestly. And then For I was sure. like, the only reason I. Well, number one, I knew I wanted you on, yep. right? And you, you nailed both auditions. So I was like, okay, which one am I going to give you? And I know because I, I wrote the marquee in mind for the guy who like yes. who got it. So basically, I already like cast him in my mind. I'm yep. like, mate, I'm not wasting this talent. So, mate, you got the role and you fucking hit it out of the water. And um, I'll get into that later. But it's just, it's nuts. It's nuts how we met. And I think it was fate because honestly, out of everybody, and this is not knocking anybody that was there, but I feel like me and you have connected on a deeper level than like you know most of these people like on set and like cast crew everything i think it's because we're around the same age we've been through kind of the same things and hearing your story was really inspiring to me um when we first had our meeting uh at i think it was cosmo coffee but i think my my, my first kind of question to you in film terms brother can you give me the synopsis of your life so far oh man i know it's a hard one if you t- if you need to take a moment to think about it my friend Kind of your okay. journey to now. To now? Yeah. Synopsis, brother. Synopsis. <laughs> there's so there's so many words that come to mind. Yeah. There's three there's three there's three specific words that, <laughs> that stick out and those words are the new kid. Because mm. I feel like in a lot of my life, um, that's what I felt like I was. Because I moved to Australia, I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. And where, I didn't where are you originally from? I'm from Iran, so mm-hmm. I was born there. That's cool. <clears throat> Moved to Australia when I was eight and yeah, didn't know any English. None of that came here just with my family. And um, so every, I, feel, I feel like it's um, every stage of my life. I was, I was kind of that new kid that got into whatever environment and scenario. Um, and that's played along through all the stages that I've kind of gone through. But to, yeah, I, I would say, I would say um, in, a, in a sentence, that's a good question, man. <laughs> mm. In a sentence, I would say... Go the ahead, desire man. for the new kid to show himself to the world. Yes. That's what I would say. I love that. Yeah. Whereabouts, when did you pick up acting? In high school. In and high school? Went, and I fell into acting. Yes. I love this story. Tell and me then, about it. So <laughs> I, was in year, I was in year 10 yep. and I had not done any acting ever. Mm-hmm. Like no drama classes, anything in primary school or in high school. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we got to pick subjects. We got six subjects to pick out. Yeah. And I had five mm-hmm. and I needed one more. <coughs> I say, okay, I don't know what to do, what to pick. I don't like any of these things, but I'm going to pick drama because it's going to be a bludge. I'm just going to play games. As most people do. You As know? most people do. Yeah. And I said, worst thing, I'd like worst case, I'm, I'm going to drop it for you 12. So it's yeah. not going to even matter. So I got, uh, <laughs> I went into drama and um, it, it was very different, very different because at the start as well, it was most of the people that were doing drama for the senior years that had done drama in year nine and 10 as well. So they were all familiar with it. So again, I felt like a new kid going into a, a whole new environment. And um, yeah, so I went on a trip in year 11. Mm-hmm. I went on a trip overseas. I come back and my teacher goes, uh, you missed an assessment. You got to perform a monologue. Mm. I go, first of all, I said, what's a monologue? <laughs> I, I, this is how you know, like I knew nothing. For sure, right? for sure. I, knew, I knew nothing about scripts. What, and no- what did you want to do before that? I, I, I didn't know. You didn't know? I didn't Fair know. enough. Continue. At that yeah, point, yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm going to go into uni. Yep. I'll 
probably do something like business, which was the only thing that really made sense to me. Yeah. Like a subject that I could, I could kind of, you know, you know, like yeah. I, I could understand, mm -hmm. uh, no biology or anything. Nah, nah, nah. Um, so monologue, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I got to do this monologue and I told her, look, just give me a zero. Mm. I'm, I'm dropping the subject literally in, in three wow, months. I'm yeah. like, just give me a zero. And she says, I can't do that. And if you really want a zero, you got to at least stand there and not do anything. So I can give you zero. <laughs> I say, okay, cool. So I pick out this monologue. I go home and I say, my, say to myself, like, I may as well try. Mm. I got to do this thing. I'm, I may as well just give it a go. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember calling, I remember looking at this script and I called one of my brother's friends, who's a great friend of mine now. And he was studying acting at the time. Sure. And this is how you know, I, this is how you know I, I didn't know anything. Yeah. I call him, I'm like, bro, I've got this monologue, but- oh, I know what you're gonna say, I remember this. Yeah. I'm like, I've got this monologue, but I, I'm just confused because I don't know why my character keeps saying beat every two minutes. <laughs> I'm like, what's all that about? Like, oh, what does beat it. mean? Yeah. And he, he broke it down to me. And that Innocence, was, yeah. that was like, those were like, you know, how, how it started. And I kind of just learned this monologue, <clears throat> went out and I did it to, to, and I performed it to, to my teachers. And um, there was a poor year 10 girl filming as well. Yeah. There's an iPad in the back and they said, uh, just perform to the iPad in the back and we'll, we'll, don't, don't worry about us. Mm -hmm. So I performed this monologue, I do it, and it was very intense. It was yeah. a monologue called Birdcage and I played a character called Lewis. Mm -hmm. And um, at the end, it was, it was very intense. It was, it was like the climax of the scene and I was, on, I, was on, like, I was on my knees and I was looking down and I finished this monologue. Again, didn't know anything. And I was like, I got it my teachers probably don't know I'm done. So I'm going to like look up a little bit and I, I gave her a little <laughs> nod that I'm done. And she's like, yeah, just stay in it. Yeah. So I, I do it and I stand up and uh, both of my teachers were like, were tearing and crying. Yeah. And I was like, are you guys okay? Like what, what just happened? Yeah, our performance. So I, and and that, that's the thing. Like I, I was kind of, the way I got into acting, mm. I, I got into it by, it wasn't until I took a step back and saw what it was that I was doing. <laughs> yeah. And that's how it started. So I said, my teacher says, I'm not letting you drop yeah. the subject. And I said, okay. Um, and, I, and I went with it. And really, I, that's when I really committed to my, myself to it. And I said, I'm doing this and I may as well just learn. So what kept you in it? Was it the reaction from your teachers? Was it the feeling of yourself, like the sense of accomplishment or like the marks? Like what, what, what made you want to keep going from that point? The fact that it was so different and it didn't feel, to me, it didn't feel like a class. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was something that I hadn't experienced at all. It was very practical and it was the, it was the thrill of it and, and the ex different experiences I got from it. Yeah. So I think that's what kept kept me chasing and then that's what kept me at, at the end of year 12 and until that point i was like this is i, I really want to take this seriously yeah and that's when i auditioned for drama school and then that's when i got into acting class yes which is you know obviously very different to drama so mm -hmm. it, and then through through that even it got deeper and deeper and um yeah that fire kept burning man i love it mate so what you're out of high school now yes actor center went to actor center australia mm -hmm. did a uh, program there and we went through basically all of the subjects you go through in the three-year bachelors, but it was like condensed. Yeah. But had excellent teachers, excellent yeah. mentors, yeah. learned a lot. Mm -hmm. And it was, um, and I was going, I was going, and the people like the people in the class had, a lot of them had experience. A lot of them were new, some people same age as me, but I was going there like, 
you know, empty canvas. Like I, I didn't know anything about anything. I just, I, I, I did know what a beat was. There you go, mate. Uh, and that was it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I went in there and I studied there, went through and then going through each topic and just listening to these teachers and their passion about acting and really understanding what this art is and the power of it. Yep. It, it really deepened my understanding of it and deepened my work and my desire to, to go deeper in my work and to, to, to get to a place of mastery. <coughs> and, that's, I, and, and that's what I feel like it is that keeps me chasing is... I was just about to ask that. Yeah. You took the words right out. What, what keeps you going? Is it the, the, the kind of sense that you want to master it or is it the effect that you see that it has on people or is it a mix of both? It's a mix of both. And mm. what really stuck to me and I heard was that acting is you are, you are at service. You're looking at it as you are so, as, at service to humanity, mm. right? So it's like a, you know, it's, it's, it's a duty that you take on. Yeah. And, but what, what keeps me really going is mm. with every experience, with every new thing that I do in, in, my, in my career and the new, every new project I, I work on, every new person I work with and yep. collaborate with. Yeah, yeah. It's going to a place that I haven't before and experiencing yeah. that. So it, it's it's getting to all the places I haven't seen yet and I haven't been to yet. Mm. But I, I will because I will keep chasing. In terms of when you say places that you haven't been yet, do you mean in terms of traveling the world or just an inner like in acting sense? It's like in, in acting sense. Yeah, it's just it's it's painting with with new brushes, with new colors. I love that. Yeah. So it, it's and with every experience that you that you have and you, and you get your toolbox grows and grows and it's just getting down and dirty and playing man amazing yeah. once you had those brushes from the actor center yes you went and took them with you and you went to nida yes is that right yes correct. tell us about that yeah so i auditioned for nida and um yeah we, we, we they sent out material and we went in and auditioned and everything mm -hmm. and that really helped me because i i, I had a base now i had a foundation yep. Yep. To, to go off and the Classes at, at night are really, I, I focus a lot on screen acting because they're very different techniques and yes, ways of approaching. hundred percent. So in that sense, I had something to go off and, but also I was like, what, what else is there? Mm. So I got into NIDA <clears throat> again, learned heaps of new stuff and then got to play around with the new stuff I had built in my toolbox, Fantastic. right? Yeah. Got to play around, experiment, try this, try <laughs> that, use this technique. And I feel like it's, like any school or any coach that you work with in any professional environment, for me, what's most important is a place where there's no failing mm. ever. Just learning. It's only learning because mm. through the learning, you learn a lot more about yourself in that process. Yep. And you learn about who you are, why you're doing this, mm. which is a question every actor, or at least myself, that, that, that keeps coming up. Why are you doing this? Yeah. What is it? Mm -hmm. And... It, it, it's it's about really trying new things and there's no failing ever at all. That That's how I see it because I feel like the journey of this, what what we get to do mm. is a journey of discovery of ourselves and by, the, by the, and, and, and we got to stay lucid. Yes. Because once we move through the experiences, I feel like the industry is actually, I, I believe that actually the industry is built to make you better. For sure, mate. Do you know how hard this fucking industry is? Like, yeah. it's gonna shape you one way or another. 100%. Mate. And I talked and I talked to a lot of people, and they they say they say that the industry is hard. 
and I talk to a lot of actors and some people complain about it. But personally, yeah, I'm like... If you have the mindset of always improving, there's nothing to complain of about. Of course. And the industry's got to be hard. Yeah, of course it does. Like yeah. good. 100%. Because I would hate to live in a world where top productions yeah. and top big movie blockbusters are coming out and the actors are amateur, they're making amateur mistakes, the yeah. directing isn't too good. Sure. The writing isn't doesn't get you. Yeah. So it has to be amazing. You have to, mate. 100%. And that's what the journey also does to you as well. So mm. you've got to keep moving around these experiences you get to have. And on that journey, you learn, you learn more about yourself, you learn more about your art, you learn mm. more about what you want to create. Mm. And all of that, then in every experience, new experience you step your foot into, then you bring all of that with you. Mm. So that's yeah. fantastic. Was the transition, because you talked about, you know, changing from your normal kind of acting chops and to going into screen acting, was that transition hard? Like what what's the what's the biggest difference between I mean, I know, I mean, well, I have an idea of my perspective, but between theatre acting and screen acting and um, you know, was it hard to kind of transition between the, the two? Not very, not very difficult. Both, yeah. I've done both. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's just the different medium of, of exposing the truth. Mm. And Denzel Washington says, like someone asked, uh, what's the secret or like, what's the difference? And he says, the truth is the truth. Mm. So I feel like the only difference really is just understanding your limit of, of the playground, how much, where you can run around in and play, right? Because you're, if you're sitting in a theater, no matter how big, if you're even sitting in the front row, yeah, you're never going to get as close to my face as I'm performing as as you will in an extreme close up. So true. You know man. what I mean? Yeah. So depend. The, the biggest thing really is, it's it's not turning down the performance because the truth again, the truth is the truth, and as long as you're being truthful, yeah, then it it speaks for itself. But there, obviously, if you're performing in a theater of you know 1,000 seats, yeah, uh, you got a bigger room to play with, and the person at the very back, yeah, you you have to, you know, the the way you communicate them. with your yeah, body and your body so language, good, yeah, way, it, it's got to be a little different I so that it translates that, that far. Mm. Whereas film is is here, it can be here, right here, up, mate, yeah. right. So the transition wasn't wasn't difficult, no. But there was it, it was very interesting learning. And then going and watching films sure. and watching these like masks and there's little tips and tricks here and there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was, it was very fun and something that, you know, it, a lot of it comes with experience too. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's it with every experience that, that or every short film or every class that you do, every scene that you film, yep. all of that, you can again, Try this stuff, see what works, see why it doesn't work. And with the camera, again, there's, there's stuff like cheating, which you don't, you don't have in yeah. theatre. No. Yes. Yeah, and theatre, mate, you don't get a second take, no. unfortunately. Theatre theater is right there, baby. It's, like it's theater, right theater, there. Yeah, you've, I think that's why people love it. You know? 100%. It is the adrenaline, the 100%. realness, the realism of it compared to film where it's like, it's a it, it's a whole different thing altogether. Yeah, 100%. And sometimes in, like in, in film... You know, you, I could be doing something and it feels weird, but it looks completely different. Yeah. And that's what it is with the relationship with the director because they, they, you put all your trust in them. I was about to say, because in theatre, you get the stre the reaction straight away. 100%. You know it. Yeah. And then with film, brother, you're left in suspense for a good couple months after the fact. Definitely. Did I do good? Did I not you do don't good? Know. You don't know. You don't know. And then you have to go into your next project and just keep, keep, keep going and keeping going. 100%. And, but yeah. No, that's cool, mate. So... 
I'm going to track back just because I want to get the whole story before yes. I go into more questions. So yes. after NIDA, yep. um, what have you been doing since? Oh, man. I've, I've been getting my foot in to as many places and things as possible. Um, I worked closely with a couple of acting coaches after NIDA because, um, again, something like, like you never stop training or you never no. stop working on it. Mm-hmm. So I've done that and then really pushing myself on working. I, lo- I love working with great writing, whether theatre or film, yep. um, on, on great characters. Mm-hmm. So I'm experimenting with that and at the same time, then now pushing to exposing myself to the industry. Yeah. So working with new people, collaborating, and then taking what I have to now use and see what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, again, there's so many things that being there on set and experience teaches you that you can't read. Well, you can read in a book, but mm. you're not going to get it as fast as if, if you're there. I, I 100% agree. And that's why I say, you know, you know film, film school can only teach us so much to a degree, mate. You could be there well I've personally for me I, you know I've learned more on set than I ever did back in uni yeah uni is good for like the connections and like the basics but mate there's nothing like being on set being on theater doing it because that's when you learn the most you 100%, know what I mean 100% and um yeah you've done a couple shorts is that right I have yeah yep. and uh yeah across a wide <laughs> range of genres yeah and that's the thing about with with me as well I just want to try try out different genres like there's ones I obviously prefer and yeah you know, but then there's ones that are more difficult mm. to play. But mm-hmm. that's the thing that all also gets me to want to do them. Yeah, of course, mate. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You want to go deep into the character. 100%. Why are they doing this thing Definitely. instead of like, hey, he's Barry played Barry. You know what I mean? You want to know fucking what makes Barry Barry. Exactly right. And those are the best types of characters. Exactly right. Yeah, so just being um, exposing myself to as many things as I can and every opportunity and to connect with as many people as I can just like how we connected because you, 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 you never know what's, what's going to come out. And you know, it's not like, <laughs> it's not always going in with an expectation that something's going to come out of everything oh, no. yeah. you do. But the fact it, it's, it's the fact that you have to put yourself out there yeah. and it's a business. Like I think we spoke about in our initial yeah. conversation. It's, you know, yeah, there's agents, there's managers, all of that representatives for, for your work and your craft, yep. but also you are your CEO. You are off off your work and your name and your brand. Hundred percent. Everywhere you go, you represent that, and I think that's very important to me. And yeah, I like that. And what you mentioned specifically, this was going to be my next point. But you talked about putting yourself out there, right, and networking. And I want to ask you because this is how we met. You know, yes. we met on the line. We networked. How important is it to network in this industry? And I ask you, you know, for some people, it's hard. People don't have, don't always have the confidence to turn around to two randos in a line and go, "Hey, you guys, directors, how important is networking in this industry?" I mean, we all know, you know, but for the people that don't know, how important is it? And what's kind of advice you can give to people that don't have maybe your confidence or don't exactly know what to do? How can you pitch it to them? Like, how is network that important? Networking, sorry, it's it's very important because especially I, I've realized like you go to so many events you see so many of the same people mm. and everyone who is a professional in what they do, they're somehow connected in some way. Right. So I feel like a lot of it comes down to, even if the networking doesn't get you anywhere, again, comes down to, it's about you putting your work out there. And that also builds confidence within you and that, that I've found. 
just mm. being brave to claim your art and claim your craft and what you yep. believe in, what you want to create and exposing it. And it's, I feel like that's a huge step in your career that, to take to, to expose it to someone, to speak to someone about it. And you will find like-minded people Magnet. where you can speak yep. with and you, you, you will inspire each other. Exactly. So it's very important <clears throat> in, the, in the fact that not only you can bring out opportunities that you never expected, yep. but also, again, it's, it's a chance for you to speak about what you love to do, especially with people who are in the industry and will understand. Yeah. And we can give you advice too, mm. right? You never know what you're going to learn and who, who you can learn it from. Yeah, for sure. Right? So, I, I, I connect with that 100%. Mate, I was like, like I told you, and the, the whole reason to starting this podcast was in this rut, you know, rut of ang yep. anxiety, lack of motivation, inspiration. And it took me to seek out like-minded people and that, that was the key to get me back into the groove of everything. And then, you know, little, the, the people that you meet, like you said, it's not always about, you know, most of networking is about, you know, you want to build connections and stuff like that. But I truly, truly believe it's about also, you know, getting that dose of inspiration yes. and motivation. Like I, you know, like for example, for me, like I was in this rut, I got Austin and Austin, you know, filled with this filled me with this motivation to kind of kick off Osma and like little things like our conversation yep. was that extra dose of motivation I needed to continue on and get the project made to what it is now. Yeah. So that's why it's, it's so important, mate. 100%. There's all these different reasons. Definitely. And you can, you, you can learn something from everyone because everyone has such a specific experience within the industry. No matter if I talk to an actor, it's different. If I talk to a director, it's different. For sure, man. But it's all valuable experience and if you, and it's free. It is. You know what I mean? It is. So if you can put yourself out there, connect with someone, then not only, again, gives you a chance to speak to someone who's in the industry about your work, it's not only good for you, and you can also, it's, it's collaborative. Like you share and they share. Mm. You gain something, they gain something. Yeah. You gain connections and a lot of, again, and the bonus can be that a lot of, it can spark a new opportunity for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100%, mate. And, um, it's just, it's fantastic. You know, I, I never truly understood how important networking was until I viewed the whole process of this film from like, put myself in your shoes, like seeing just how, how we connected yep. and to what it is now and how we have this connection, you know, for future things, which we'll get onto later, like just how important, how that little, little point of communication can lead into all these amazing things and like i'm sure like not only were you acting in my film but you came on the last day as a crew member and you know i i hope that you took little bits and pieces away from just being on set talking to people yes. like you said everybody has a different story and you know that like i said last week you know this is my vision but it's a piece of art that took a thousand voices yeah. to make you yeah. know what i mean yeah. and that's exactly why it was really important for me to be there on the last day mm. um because I, any chance that i can get to expose myself to environment that yeah i want to work in yeah then i'll make sure to do that i appreciate and that. the the that's the thing like we're all people yeah do you know what i mean we are man like, it can get very easy to think about the industry and this thing as this one big thing and yeah. but then when you break it down it's all people doing things yeah right so if you can just connect with someone then you can get so much out of it it's just about sparking a conversation that that's 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 how simple it is and through that simplicity there's so much to gain there is and like especially when we're all on the come up that's what's most important these yeah. little conversations talking to people and you know this um this little tight-knit 
community, indie filmmaking community that we are a part of. I think that's a really interesting thing within itself. And I want your perspective of an actor, you know, these little indie communities, like you, like you said, you see, it's like when you go to all these events of the same people, whatever, like when you're on these crews, you get some of the, you know, this old mate Jerry was on old mate Jono's set, you know what I yep. mean? And this, it can be different, like America, their indie community, Australia, our indie community. I want your perspective on the indie filmmaking community that we are in and your experience of working in it, what are three pros and mm -hmm. three cons or maybe just two pros and two cons of this community that we are? Or maybe some two good experiences, two bad experiences of this, our indie filmmaking kind of community that we're in. Sure. Two good experiences or mm -hmm. two pros. One of them being that everyone... It's always great when everyone's got their heart in mm. to f with, f with like to gain one objective, and that is to create a film. Yes, right. Um, when everyone comes together, and that's what I saw exactly on your set. Mate, it, was, it was so amazing being around so many like-minded people for for one reason. There was no ego. There was no. There was nothing. That's it. There was nothing. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So when when it's like that, mm. then it just becomes it becomes a dream environment, dream crew to, to work with. Mm. Um, an another pro I would say is because, because of how intimate it is, mm. it's so, the work feels so special to everyone. Yes. You feel so deeply connected. There's a, there's a deep connection to it for, for everyone. Um, again, something that your set portrayed, uh, I'm sure for every single person there, even if they, if, even if they were just there at, just there, just, just there. watching. Yeah. You can feel it. Yeah. You can feel it. Um, there's th there's a chemistry. There's something special about it that you can't really you can't buy. No. That you can't fake. Mate. There's nothing about it like that. I I agree with you, and I put it this way: like because it's so intimate, you know, yes. everybody's reached that point of success. It's so intimate. It's small in the. I mean, it's big, but like our set was big, but it was still small, you know, compared to the like major filmmaking things but because it's so intimate you all are so close together you're dealing all with the, the lows of the set you're all yeah. dealing with the highs of the set it's like a full fucking relationship man 100 percent. that's exactly 100%. sorry i just had to add that in no no, no yeah and i would say a, a, maybe like a, a point to that that can can be seen as a con could be personally i i love when i talk to someone and they they like aim they take so much ownership of their work mm. and they really believe in their work because I feel like that elevates the, especially as a director or writer, that elevates the whole set, yep. everyone there. For sure. Right? But with some people, with it being a smaller community with a smaller set or whatever, um, I, I feel like when you doubt, when someone, when it, it takes one person, yeah. I feel like, to doubt the work. Mm -hmm where you lose that connection yeah where it, so not close. everything flows it's true right yep. Yep. so i feel like everyone needs to be there and give it their all and then that's when that energy flows so freely and it's and, and it translates to your work yeah to, to what oh, you see 100 like so clearly yeah um so i would say I, I i would say for anyone if at least for me looking at it being part of industry or not just looking into someone or speaking to someone mm. if they're not taking or if they're apologizing for their work or if they 
you know, they just don't, they give a doubt about their work. They give, mm. up, they give something off, then it, it kind of ruins everything. Yeah. Whereas if no matter how good or bad, I, I, I don't even use bad as a thing in, in arts, but mm. no matter what it is, if you go in there with the intention that we're about to make something incredible, yeah. no matter what it is, mm. it's going to turn out incredible because it changes the, it changes the tone. It changes the environment everyone that everyone is in mm-hmm. and it changes the energy everyone brings into the game. Yeah. Cause they say, okay, we're all going to create something incredible mm. and that's why I'm going to do something incredible. I'm going to do my best. But you can't blame people though for having some doubt sometimes. You can't. That's the thing. You, you yeah. It's like everybody's getting bro. I had so many doubts before in there. I mean, I kept a straight face. Well, that's 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 but, the that's the power, right? Okay, that's right. The, that's yeah, the yeah, power. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the power to because when that pressure comes to you, you got to be able to handle it, man. You got to handle you it. Do. You got to hold on to it with yep. faith. You got to have faith. Yeah. Right. For because sure. I saw you on that last day. Yeah. And I know so many people, or just anyone right it's it's so hard to crumble it's so easy to crumble under that pressure and what you were going through there was a specific point where i was looking at you and they were doing (laughs) they were doing construction at the building next to us don't even get me started mate so (laughs) i look at the time it's like 5 30 i'm like first of all why are they still working (laughs) why have they not gone home it's 5 30 second of all we're so like it's so stressful because we're getting a yeah. take. It's looking really good. We're yep. short on time. Yep. And you just hear like the loudest bang. And I look at you and there was this instance. I, I felt so sorry because <laughs> you, you, uh, you were sitting down next to Connor. I know exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I, just, I heard this sound and all I saw was you just close your eyes. And I went, <laughs> God, please send every hope and light to this man right now because he needs it. Bro, I was like, oh, I was so stressed fuck. for you. But that's the thing. You kept, you kept, you kept your confidence. Yeah, you have to, man. And that helped everyone on set keep their confidence. Yep. You go, when you start leading in a particular direction, no matter, you're like, okay, this is going on, whatever. I, I don't care. This is how it's going to get done. We're going to get this done. It's going to look amazing. Yep. This is the direction we're heading. It doesn't give the opportunity for anyone in the cast or crew to, to doubt it or think the other no, way. Because if they do, mm. then they're, they're outliers. When everyone, when everyone has a trust, no matter how, in, in whatever situation, no matter how stressful or how unrealistic it could be at the time mm. to, to have faith, then um, it, it, would be, it would be weird for them to, to doubt it. Because mm. they're like, fuck, everyone is thinking this specific way. That's the energy. Then I can't, I, I, gotta, I gotta go along with it. Yeah. So why not go along with a powerful thought, yeah. a powerful intention? Yeah. And, th- and that's the magic. The doubt and all that stuff, it's always there. And I feel like Man, it's, it's natural always there. in everything. Like we said, bro, this industry is hard and it's not for the faint of heart, bro. Like you have to be able, you have to learn to yes. deal with that stress. 100%. You have to, even when you're an actor as well, man. Because, yep. like, you know, we're doing, when you guys are doing take after take after take and you're probably, you know, thinking, fuck, do we really need another take? But I'm just going to do it and you got to keep that same level of like intensity and yep. whatnot. Fucking hit myself. Um, it must be hard for you guys as well. And, you know, I, uh, tracking back to what you said about having the right, you know, tone and right, um, what's the word? Just the way your like, what's the word? I'm having a mind blank here. Um, attitude, right? Yes. The right attitude as an actor as well. If one actor, I'm lucky, we had a good 
group of actors, right? Yeah. Nobody, but it's like you get an actor act up or throw a tanty, you know, that puts the vibe off, may affect the director, may affect everybody, and, so, and then it translates, you know what I mean? So I just want to say I'm really fucking lucky that we had the people and stuff that we did. But do you agree the same with the whole actors and stuff? 100%. It, yeah. was, it was such a good environment to be in and it created such um even the whole process yeah from that first read yeah yeah every rehearsal and being on set yeah and again it's something you set out it's the it's the attitude that you set out that your work was going to build on top of right of it was collaborative mm -hmm. everyone had a say yes everything we, we we had a conversation about everything yep Right, and we we talked about every line, every scene, every word, every decision, everything. Yes. So everything was figured out, mm -hmm. and also that created a space for every actor. I feel like, it, in, as an actor's point of view, um, to get in their zone and to be in their world to, to build on on their character. For sure. So you you and and that's that's what you set out with the, with the whole with the whole process. So I, I I feel like it was a great great cast. We got we all got along so well. We did. And yeah, if, if, again, with the doubts or anything, it comes, you, you get it as an actor too, 100%. Like you do a take and a lot of the times um, you feel like you did good. Mm. You watch it, you're like, oh, it, it doesn't, that's and then not you the have same. To, you have to still keep in the good mindset to keep going. But you got to let it go. You got to yeah. do it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like you perform again, talking about the difference between theater and and screen, right? Theater, you perform, the show's done. Yep. Right? Screen, you perform, you don't get to see it. No. For so long. Bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've kind of, you, <laughs> but you're, you're, what you're doing, I see it as like you are, you're giving your art, you're giving your craft to someone. Mm. And you're just going to let it go. And the doubts can be there, but you're going to trust that it's going to come to good. Yeah. And when you watch it, then that's after however a couple of months or when you're working on a major film, mm. it's not, it's, it can be a while until you see what it looks like. 100%. So you got to deal, and, yeah. I, and that's a big thing. That's the thing about the industry and what it puts you through as well. I, like what I was speaking about, you got to be lucid and be able to move through those moments and move on. Yes. Because if you get caught up in it, then it starts biting your work, biting your confidence, mate. and you can't move forward. Yep. Yeah, you're, you're just spinning around in a circle. 100% agree. Two points I want to I touch on. So yes. going back to how, you know, we talked about every decision like as a group and stuff like that. And tell me, because I, I want your honest feedback, right? Yep. Why my, my thoughts behind that is just the number one, it's the way that I like to work, right? Is be collaborative. Let everybody bring their own voice into it. But especially for the actors, because I've worked on so many sets where the director is so set in his ways, there's no room for movement, right? And I'm like, it's so clear as day. I'm like... Number one, over everything is I think a thousand voices into one piece of art instead of one person's voice is just better. Number two, I feel like if the actors have an actual say and like they feel like, like they know and they can feel that they're making a difference within their character, then they will be more inclined to put in the best performance they possibly can because it's their character, not just the director's. And like, I just want your honest feedback. Was that a good thing? Like knowing you had a say in it and did that elevate your performance in any way? 100%. Mm. But also I understood that having that opportunity to work with someone like yourself to mm. give me or an every, and every other actor in mm. the set that, that space yep. was a blessing. 
yeah. and something that, that you don't always get, that you shouldn't always yeah. expect. 100%. Because there's a lot of times, and that's the thing journey that I see as, as an actor, because you get to work, like I said, the industry is people. It's mm. not just this one thing, one object, right? Yeah. It's, it's people and people work differently. For sure. So working with people like that, like yourself, and that give that space to be so free, then 100%, it creates so much more room and space for you to explore so many new things and possibilities um, and to claim your character in so many new ways, um, not only to keep it to yourself, but then also have a say and, and be like, hey, Josh, how about I can, I, I want to try this, 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 yeah. you know, in this take. Mm. Or how about we do this? How about we do that? But again, sometimes working with some different people. Yeah. That's not the case. And I was just about to say that I'm like, I noticed it didn't particularly happen. I felt there were maybe points where it could have gone in the direction of like, uh, if I, it, it, and there was a worry, if I provide this kind of way for you guys to do it, it may then like, you might like the actors, I'll become almost like a pushover in a sense. It's like, it's, it's a fine line. You there's a line. There's, there's, there's a, a line. fine line. For, for both. For both. Yeah. For, I feel like, as importantly as, as, as the director and writer. Yeah. And also as actors. Because also, personally, it, it's doing a film. There's so, many, there's so many different things that come together to build, to make one yeah. painting. Yeah. Right? I also have to know my border. I don't yes. like to too much bite into the writer because that's exactly. I, I trust the writer. Exactly. Has done things for specific reason. It's my yes. job as an actor to take that on yeah. and build art and to create a world within what, I've been given. Yeah. Right. Of course, when you're working again in, in a space and a, a director that like, like yourself, um, where they give you an opportunity to, for, for things to be up to discussion, then that's always great. But also there's got to be a line. There has. Cause that you need uh, some kind of like, yeah. There are, and for me, it's like as a writer, I, I, I truly believe, right. If the actors can question you, and if they question one of my decisions as a writer or a director, if I can't fully answer that question, then it's like, what's the point of writing? And you have every right to do that. You know what I mean? Whereas um, if we can have a proper discussion and I can give you my opinion, why I wrote this or what I mean by this, and then you can give your what you mean by this, we can always meet in a middle ground. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it's not one or the other. You have to meet at that middle ground. But is it hard for you? Is it hard for you to change the script? Or, or to no, because okay. it's all about the mindset going okay. into it, and it's like, I I know what I want, I know what I want, and I know the limits. That's 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 the thing. You've yep. got to know the limits, otherwise yep. you just let everybody on set, actors, crew, everybody control what you want. You got to stick to your own vision, Definitely. and you got to know where the line is yeah. and how far people can push you to then it doesn't become your vision anymore, which I can understand how fucking hard it is when you get into the big leagues with production companies and stuff, which is money on their forefront. Whereas now it's just love, yeah, love and vision, bro. Yeah. And uh, that's the difference between the two as well. It's like, we're doing it for money. We're doing it for love and vision, right? If you're doing it for money sure. right now, mate, get out of the industry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. And but, I, um, I always think of like, you know, as an actor, you, I, I like you get a role, and it plants a seed yeah. in you yeah. and you grow with the character and you For find sure. the character. Sure. But I, I always think like as a writer and director, mm. you have that connection with every character yeah. in the script. With yeah, every for setting, sure. Every Especially if it's an original story as well. Yeah. Maybe that's why it was a bit more easy for me to... Then again, the actors didn't change anything that I didn't think it was a good idea. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they, there wasn't even change more so. I think it was... 
improvement. <laughs> like there was a lot of like, I, I understood your vision. Let's combine it with mine and make yep. a middle ground kind of thing. Yep. You know what I mean? And you're very kind to do that. Yeah. You're very hundred oh, percent. But that's like, if it's original, it's like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. But that uh, honestly, that's just the way I like working. Yes. But for me, and especially that's something I did learn, like is where that line is. Yeah. Because there, there were times when certain actors would try and change a bit more often they could chew. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know, let's bring it back to, um, yep. you know, what, where we both are and they get carried away. And then w- the main point is that we get on the same page. 100%. If we're on the same page, it doesn't matter. One yep. of us may go off on it. You got to be on the same you gotta, page. Yeah. You got to move. You, you can move around in the space you got, but at the yeah. end of the day, you got to make sure that you're moving in the correct direction. Exactly. Because if you play around too much, then you could start facing the other way, walking the other way. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it's very important to have that line. Well, mate, we, you were a standout in the film that we are talking about. You know, we, we did so many of these rehearsals and, you know, and we got to film day and I feel like we had everything planned out. But I saw you getting into your zone and I want to know about what goes through your head, the pre kind of shoot rituals and any techniques that you use, whether that's pre-shoot or during shoot that sure. you've picked up over the time. What's your ritual, my friend? It changes every time. Okay. And it changes with every character and every production that, like I go into with this, with, with the prints in particular, what really started off and when I started working on the character was, mm-hmm. um, was, this, was, was this poem mm-hmm. on the first page of the book. Mm-hmm. It was a poem by someone named Matthew Arnold. Right. And there's a, there's a small part of his poem that yep. the author has put on the, on the front. And I read this poem and I searched, I searched on the internet and I found out it was, it's a very long poem. And I read through the whole thing and this specific part of it really, really like got to me and it really related to the prince. Mm-hmm. So that's how, that, that's where I started. <clears throat> From there with him. What um, was the poem? Oh, I don't remember off by heart. But All right, no, like get, in, show, in show this, me after, In this yeah. heart of mine, in, yeah, this, this beat in this heart of, something like that. Okay, right, right, right. And, um, and, I t- and, and, and that's where it kind of, that's where it started. It was off those first pages and a reading into his story and then, um, when it came to playing him and on the day with him, what I found was a lot of, a lot of music. So I'd made a yeah. playlist for him. Where have, have you seen the BTS photos? I have. You with your headphones in, I fucking have, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the zone, brother. Yeah. So I, that, that's, that's what I was doing. Like, and, and it wasn't like songs. I wasn't listening to like Drake. Listen to some Megan the Stallion yeah, to get into the zone. It was a lot of, um, it was, it was a lot of, uh, it was just like orchestra and it was yeah. a lot of like grand music. Yeah. And that's like, it just gave me a sense of him and going through the poem mm. and there were spe- specific lines and then going through a poem I wrote from him mm-hmm. that I would say to myself and it's, and so you wrote helped. a poem. I did. It's fascinating, man. Yeah. And, um, and that, that, that was a technique and something I had, um, learned working with, uh, a coach who, who, has helped me so incredibly uh, to this day. But yes, yeah, so, so I was doing that and that helped me also reset mm. to the first state. Every time, say, we do a take, we go to the end and then mm-hmm. like, I have to bring myself to the first state he's in at yeah. the start of the scene. So it was just snapping back into it, snapping back into it. A lot of music, music helps, uh, the physicality. 
yeah. and also getting to that costume that really helped me too. Yeah, because it's so different, especially 100%. when you're playing a character who you know in a, in a time and era that's yeah. so different from now. You've got to feel it, mate. When you wear that costume, yeah, and when you're there, and when I was talking the to set, man, like the set, just, it, surely it helps, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, even stepping down those photos we got at first when with the armor up mm. and just going through all the techniques and looking at everything and being there and touching it and being on again so incredible to be there in the set where it's it, we were there yeah there's no green there's nah, nothing right that. it was mm. all there exactly so it, it which made it so so easy and a lot more simple for me to tap right in because i was yeah. right there there was no pretending nah um but yeah it, the, i feel like the process changes every time and with, okay that's interesting and and with him it was um yeah a lot of poetry a lot of music and a lot of um a lot of power. So with the music, is it just to get you in the, the headspace of the character or feel what the character would feel? What, what is it? Headspace. Headspace? More of headspace and get into the world. Okay. It was... Um, you listened to a lot of like Egyptian or like it was a lot, Middle East. A, lo a, lot of the, a lot of the songs I picked out were actually soundtracks from The Revenant. Nice. Okay. So just very slow, but it was because that film is also about like, you know, it's just, it's just so, so much about the environment. Mate, right, it's fucked because I do the exact same thing when I'm writing. Yeah, I was listening to the June soundtrack when I was writing that scene yeah. and like listen to on my ride home. Fucking imagine it. That's fucking. It gets you into that world. It does it gets you? It gets you into that. You can't whether you like it or not. When you no. listen to something so amazing, mm. um, it, it it takes you right in. And I just found specific. Spe it's from 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 the first day, and I started picking things out for the soundtrack. And um, while I was doing my character work, while I was doing every exercise and yeah, stuff for him, yeah. um, I, and, and I built this playlist, and it was all it, it was all things that just spoke to me in, in any any way. Yeah, to get me in that world, to get me in that state, and to get me in that era. Fantastic. Yeah. What about the eye drops? Oh man, my <laughs> eyes are so dry. <laughs> My eyes, I've, I've got dry eyes. When you when you got a, when you got lights and when you got cameras and yeah, yeah, your eyes like. Wait, so it wasn't for like tears? No, it was to keep you. Oh, bro, bro you I thought it was for tears because no. I'm like, that's why someone asked, fuck, like, how am I gonna? One of the other actors yeah. was like, fuck, I need something. And I'm like, go get the eye drops because I thought that's what you were using them for. No, 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 no. bro, because you know what happens, right? Oh, fuck. When, when your eyes are dry, let me tell you, when you when your eyes are dry. <laughs> And you don't put drops in, because I don't want to blink, especially if I'm in a if I'm doing a close up. Yeah. I don't want to blink; it's going to ruin it. That's fantastic. So if I don't put drops and my eyes are dry, what happens with my eyes is as I'm looking, mm. my eyes start to shut themselves. Right. And I don't want to, and I don't want to close them, so it ends up like looking like this the whole time. Oh. So I got to put drops. Oh my in god, that's just funny. To How keep my just... eyes open. Oh. I've got dry eyes. There you go. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. <laughs> so. Moving forward, now you've done Osmo. You've done a couple theatre productions. You've done a couple short films. I got a question that's come up a lot, and you know things that I've wondered over the years. And I've gotten an answer from some industry professionals, but I want your kind of take on it because this may or may not have an impact in your immediate future. Is do you need to move overseas to make it as an actor? It depends where you want to take your art. Right. And I feel that every country and every, you know, every industry is very different to the things they want to make. Okay. So personally, I feel that 
it it's purely dependent on where you want to take your industry okay the things you want to make and why that's important to you and where you can go to make the films like that there's films in the like i i, I watch for example if i watch a persian film mm. and i hadn't watched so i i, I don't regularly watch them but i had um until there was a point where i watched one and i was like holy fuck mm. like you i have not seen this style of film or this intensity anything close to it ever at all yeah and it's, it, it, it was like fuck like if i if i want to make something like that i would love to one day mm. be a part of something like that in, in iran and, and act in you know my right yeah native for sure language. so personally i feel like it's it's where you want to take take your art because mm. people want to make different things and be, be involved in different things see this is where it's a bit of a predicament for me yes I fucking hate australian shit like i hate australian tv i hate australian movies but i really don't want to go to america i don't want to live there i don't want to raise a family there it's like what the fuck do i do you know what i mean and well, I, yeah. I, i've spoken to some people in the industry and they're like you know what it's like it's a small pond here in Australia. It's like, get yourself to the very, very top of the small pond. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to venture out, you can. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of mindset I have at the moment. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah, it's great. Yeah? Yeah. But I feel like it's, um, if an opportunity comes, yeah, don't, don't back down from it. Yeah. Because for me, what's important is also a degree of letting go. Mm. And seeing where the world takes you, mm. and if you're religious, seeing I'm, I'm very religious, so I, I think of it as God. But the universe, the world, the energy, or whatever, just being open to it. Because once you set your intention, then it's about keeping yourself open and trusting that you're going to be end up at the right place at the right time, meet the right people. You're just going to be in line randomly. Two people behind you are going to start talking, <laughs> and this whole thing's going to start out right. My guy, yeah. So I feel like there's a, there's a lot degree of that as well, and but it starts with just, it depends. What's your intention, what you want to make? Yeah. And where you want to take it. And then seeing where is where the base, best place for you, for you to market yourself and put yourself is and being there. And also, you know, the industry is always changing. It too. is. And like during COVID that time, yeah. the industry was here, mate. In yeah. Australia. Yeah. Finally, Netflix is getting their main headquarters here. Yes. Like. You never know what the future is going to be. You never know. And the industry is always changing Yeah, because the generation is changing. People are watching different things. You're seeing so many new series and so many new shows coming out just because of yeah, all mate. these different pla like 100%. services, right? Yeah. So things keep changing too. Yeah. So it's always, for me, it's important to always keep myself open to, to everything and not block out any any opportunity ever. It's scary um, though, not knowing like where the industry is going to be. Yeah, it is. Where you're going to be, you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. But it's also very exciting in the fact that um, thinking about how, what you can contribute to it. Mm. Oh, 1,000%. You know what I mean? Mate, if where, I you can, can, where you can push it. I'm, look, I'm happy to go to America for like a month or a couple months, you know, to film something big. But I really want to avoid that place. Really? I do. I just, I, I don't like the culture. I don't like the... The laws are just, I wouldn't want to raise a family there. I wouldn't be comfortable. And I've always said that. I, just, I feel like I've got to stick to my own guns with that. By no means. Like, maybe I get a house there, a house there. I don't fucking know, man. I don't know what the future holds. But, like, I want to avoid that place. And I've always said that to me. I think mm. it comes down to what you really like. What you, what are your... I think, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a bit of a delusional optimist. I don't really... I don't really... 
you can't have a set in stone like idea on where this industry is going to take you and what's going to happen. But if I can, you know, travel here, there and everywhere and base myself like just anywhere but fucking America, <laughs> then maybe I can do it, man. I don't know how, but... We know. are we are definitely very blessed and very yeah. lucky to live we in are. such an amazing country. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would say mm. that I, I believe that your work will take you to many amazing places. I can't wait. That's the beauty of it, mate. 100%. 100%. And like, I'm lucky in the position I'm in and, you know, family and stuff like yes. that. It's like, I, it's such a, um, what's the word? It's such a, like a, a freeing job. Like you can go anywhere. You don't have to be at this place. Like you can travel all around the world and stuff like that. Definitely. And I'm lucky that's the industry. You know, I don't have to be in America. I don't no, have don't. to be in London. No, I don't have to be in Australia. You know, you can base yourself where you want and then go off to these jobs and, you know, it's fantastic. Because if your voice is powerful yeah, and your work is powerful, you can make incredible stuff from wherever you are. That's what yeah. I truly believe. Hundred percent. And that's gonna. There like, you go. That's what I want. That's gonna to reach. The, that's gonna reach the whole world. <laughs> yeah. It, wherever you make it. For sure. That's gonna. If if the work you make is very powerful, very strong, and you know what you're making, then a lot of a lot of the things will just come. Yeah. I see. I needed that little bit of reassurance there. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come. It'll come. 100%. Mate, I, I I fucking love that. And saying that, right? Yes. Do you need a plan as a filmmaker, as an actor? We're all filmmakers. As a filmmaker, do you need a plan? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Explain. Because, again, it's the thing of take control of mm. as many things as, as you can. Yeah. But then also there's a degree of be open to let go of the plan you had when something else comes along. That's true. Right? Because you d- even yeah. if it's a risk, you got to sometimes take that risk. And the stuff that comes that's out of your control, but you you don't know where it's going to take you. So yes, you need you, you definitely need a sense of direction of where you're going. Mm. Or else you're just going to wander off and like maybe an outcome or a goal. Oh. Like planning that route is just impossible. Goal right? 100%. Outcome yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. very important. Yeah. The route? Mm. Yeah, you can have an idea of where you're going mm. and you can, you know, with, with the tools that you have, with the experience that you have, you can keep moving and take it day by day. Or, or, or pl- Some people are very specific. I'm definitely going to do this. Then I'm, This is going to happen. This is going to happen. That's great as well. Whatever it is. But to me, what's important is mm. also keeping that degree of openness. For sure. For you the have magic to, to happen. You have to. Yeah, Especially so, in this industry out of all of them. Yes. This is the industry you're going to not have a set in stone kind of, I need to do this to get to this, 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 this. Things are going to happen beyond your control. Yeah. And as Osmar said, beyond beyond your understanding and comprehension, my friend. Exactly right. <laughs> so biggest thing, biggest thing I would say is intention. Yeah. Is that, intention. Hold, hold that, hold the dream, hold the intention and then let the magic work through you. I love that, mate. Yeah. I love that. And like I said, we're all filmmakers, right? We're all filmmakers, no matter if you're a crew member, you're a cast member, you're an actor. As a filmmaker, so huh? three aspects that make a perfect film, oh. whether you work on it or whether you're watching it. Yes. Are they different? I don't know. Oh, man. Give me three aspects that are the most important to you. Three aspects. Specificity, mm-hmm. 
in terms of like in like vision vision okay right and each department mm-hmm. right i love cool. watching films that are just so specific everything is there for a reason and there's every corner you look in in the frame everything's there and, and says its own story yeah that 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 is incredible mm-hmm. um yeah again great great writing and always that the first thing i look at is obviously the acting mm. right mm-hmm. and, and yeah commitment because you can tell yeah you can tell i like that and you could kind of take that both ways to if you're watching a movie or when you're working it, on yes. it, right <laughs> commitment in a sense of who are you working with are they committed and if yes. you're watching is the acting like you know can you tell that committed kind of thing there's nothing more enjoyable to watch than watching someone give their whole being to a character yeah or you know taking it somewhere so new and so deep where you're like holy fuck mm-hmm. where it kind of scares you a little bit mm-hmm. like how do i get there yeah i don't even know how he got there but that's where i want to get to mm. um yeah that that always because I, I i always like you would probably every film you watch you can't help it now no, but see look all, for man. mistakes of course because i you, i try and disconnect myself from it i'm like i, I want to watch this as a as a viewer mm-hmm. and uh you know not not critique it just just watch it mm. but you can't you, you can't help it because when something is so good then you're like then you want to study it so the commitment for and, I, and that all ties in together the, the directing the 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 writing the actors every the part everything comes together to make this one painting yeah um so yeah so specificity good yes. writing and commitment there's there's a million things there's but those are things that came to me yeah sure mate yep. i fucking love that and you know you need all those three things i i 100 agree with you and um in certain certain um experiences certain sets certain actors don't have that now i ask you yes have you been on a set like that any nightmare experiences whether you're in theater film what are some you know experience that you've had oh fuck or like something's happened that was unexpected three what would you say are nightmare experiences that you've been through or that you've had yeah vague direction mm. so you turn up no one's really like Let's just let's just suss it out. Let's see what happens. Cool. There's scenes and there's stuff that amazing things come out of that mindset. Yeah. But if that's your mindset throughout the whole project, yeah, then it's like we'll get lucky if this is good. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure. Again, because it doesn't put that confidence in the cast and crew, like what we were just speaking about before, mm-hmm. right? So there's no assurance. It's like, uh, no, no, really bad. And I don't want to shit on anyone. Do it. But Just don't name him. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I would say that's definitely one. I would say that. <laughs> I would say that's definitely one. Um, Has anybody like actually broken a leg in theater on on, on stage? No, not that I've not that I've been there to witness. No. Cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Any like some? Have you been with anybody on theater that's just like forgotten their lines completely yeah. and it's just yeah blank? Fuck. And you gotta you gotta just have you ever them. been in that situation? No. Well, no. okay. My first performance, when yeah. I, when I, that, that drama performance I was speaking about, I forgot my lines. Yeah. And you can see it in the video too. Oh. But I just, um, <laughs> I just went straight into improv right away. Yeah. I, I was just like 
Yeah, and then it came back to me. But it, it happens. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta catch man. them for sure. And you, and that's that's the whole thing. You gotta help each other because someone can miss their line. Someone someone can even say the wrong line at the wrong time. <laughs> yep, for sure. Then you're like, fuck. How fuck, do we fix do I this? Do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't I haven't had terrible experiences. Mm. Thank God. But there's been there's there's been experiences where sometimes you know I I've had to and I saw it as as my duty to kind of step in and take a bit of control. Yeah. But to help out, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because, because you know, other other people make your work look good. You make other people look good. They make you look good. Exactly. It's all one thing. Push and pull. You know yeah. what I mean? If if I do a very bad performance, for instance, that's uh, that's gonna make me look. Not only make the whole show look bad or whatever, a whole film look bad. It's gonna make me look bad. Yeah. If I do something incredible, then even if the show isn't, mm, then I, my my work can lift the show and also. It, it lifts my name yeah because again you are a ceo of your name in this industry you represent your name you represent your art mm -hmm. and if you hold yourself to nothing but great work mm -hmm. then that's what you represent yeah that's that's the standard you have for yourself in any production anything you step onto mm -hmm. so yeah there's definitely been times where i had to kind of step up um and again if i'm working with someone maybe not as um maybe not as experienced in in directing or whatever then i'll i make sure to do whatever i can with all the knowledge i have to help them i like that so that's that that's one uh that, that's another one and yeah but no no really no really like bad experiences obviously there's also that's good Mark. work it, it's definitely good but there's obviously <laughs> and, and that's the thing if it happens though i like i don't i don't you know i'm not I don't try and not get too precious about it. For sure, it, It's mate. fucking yeah. whatever. You got to move forward. Let's get going. on with it, right? So there's obviously again working with some people you wouldn't want to work with. Yeah. Right. Mm. But you got to put that aside, and that's I, I feel like it's a very special skill that it teaches you too. Mm. How how to put all of that aside <sighs> and just focus on the and focus the art, on man. focus. Yeah. Because I can have a we can have an argument. Yeah. And we're about to go on set. Yeah. And play best friends in five minutes yeah it's, it's fucked you know what i mean and we're just we're at our trailer having a fucking argument yeah. right now and we got to be out there in five takes minutes. a talented person to do that man it, it it does and it's a skill that i that it, it teaches you yeah so there's definitely that good that comes out of it too because sure. there will be instances whether you like it or not where it's not in your control no not at all and the environment can be so stressful mm. where even if you are friends or you get along with someone so well you know, in that situation, in, in that environment, everyone like everyone's so busy, everyone's so fucking stressed know, out. It's yeah. so easy for an argument, for something, so for something easy, to happen. It's such high tension and like 100%. stress levels. It's fucked. So you got to detach yourself yes, personally, for sure, for sure. And you got to understand that everyone's work. professional. Everyone's a professional, and you got to work professionally. Yeah. And whatever obstacle obstacle that comes your way, just how do I? How do we all move maneuver through this mm -hmm. and get back on track? I love that. Yeah. Perfect. All right. You said CEOs, mate. You were talking about CEOs. You're the CEO of yourself. Yes. Now, to be a good CEO of anything, whether you're a company or whatever, you got to have goals. Yes. You have to have goals that you're heading towards. And you as a filmmaker, as a CEO, what are some of your goals? What are some of your goals that you're aiming towards? Maybe some that you've already accomplished. You know, if you don't want to share because they're too personal, that's fine. Give us like two. There's definitely goals that I've accomplished. Yeah. Um, and one of them being on being having an amazing experience on a professional set mm -hmm. 
Osma. Thank you, mate. That was no, that was seriously like such a big such a big moment. And I yep. remember even looking at you on that last day. There was a moment like we were, we were getting those last shots in, mm. and um, I was sitting down. I was next to I was I was next to Brooke, and I was sitting down on the ground. You 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 were just running all over the place. And I remember. <laughs> As I, I do. I remember. Yeah. I remember looking at you, and I was like, "Fuck!" And I looked around. And I said, "This guy." Made all of this happen. Hey, it's fucked. Right? Yeah, like all of these, like you made all of that. That started with an idea. Yeah, man. And seeing how, what it, you know, manifested to and developed into was just so inspiring to watch. Pretty so sure. yeah, one of them definitely awesome. was to work with a cast and crew mm. at the level one and, and working with, with in an environment that Osma set out. Um, both cast and crew, and uh, and not yeah. There's de there's been a lot of there's been a lot of goals that I've been able to accomplish. But the, again, the big one is to keep growing. Yes, keep growing. Fuck, yes, that's and so good. Yeah, like it, it, I love it, how it's not fame, money. You know, get into the industry, break out. It's keep growing. Keep growing. That that that's how I see it. Everything else is a byproduct. That's, and it's yeah. sometimes easier said than done, especially like if you're trying to survive of, you know, when you're first starting out, you, you, yeah. you know, you, know, you, you got to hustle your way through. For sure, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But obviously, like a, a very big goal of mine um, is working at the highest level yeah. with, with the highest people in their high, in, in each profession and in each department. That's awesome. And it's just that I'm, I'm learning along the way the lessons I need to learn for me to be able to get there on that day and to know what I'm doing. Mm. And every experience I'm going through now is teaching me lessons yep. along the way. So when I'm there, I, I too am a professional and a master of what I do. And I too can not only be there, but contribute myself contribute and I have yeah. something to give at that level. And who are some of those professionals that maybe you look up to yeah. that you wish to work with? Man, actors, Christian Bale, Tom mm. Hardy, Leonardo mm -hmm. DiCaprio, these guys like Killian Murphy, mm. these Daniel Day Lewis. Th there's so much. Yeah, right. Uh, obviously, De Niro, yeah. Al Pacino, right. Um, and there's so many. There's so many incredible because there's so many people that are great at what they do. There's so age. I can't. I can, yeah, I can I love go on them, for mate. days. I love it. But again, then Christopher Nolan. Yeah, Scorsese. Yeah. I think Tarantino's making his last film. But yeah. Maybe we can change his mind when we're there. <laughs> um, yeah, th these guys, man. And, and also, what excites me is who's going to be the next Scorsese? I know. You're right. Who's going to be? You, it's exciting to watch because mm. we're all coming up. You're we coming are. up. We're yeah, all. There's so much talent. There's bro. so much. And so you think much. of everything that's about to be made and all the wonderful films and and new voices and new faces that are make gonna gonna make such a huge change and Mate. have a, such a huge contribution to the art like it just gets me excited i could not agree more and like everybody on my set cast and crew and i'll name a few specifically that mate they could be in the industry right now firstly connor yeah wait because it's a upcoming point but when you see some of his shit like Brother, this is better than half the shit that I'm seeing in cinemas right now. I'm like, this guy has it. Incredible. And I'm like, he could be in there right now. Yes. Secondly, the cast, every single person 
could be acting in these big fucking productions right now. Yes. Hey, Osmo was a big production, but yes. you know what I mean. They yes. could be. And it's just like, I I really hope Osma gives these people, I don't give a shit about me. I mean, I give a shit about me, but I hope that it gives the people like you, people like Connor, the platform to, you know, see your work in the, in the truest of forms because everybody on my set, crew, cast, should be working there right now. Yeah. And it's just, it's fucked that some of these people never will see the light of day in the industry, like the industry, we're in the industry. Um, but it's so, I'm so grateful that, you know, if they don't make it, I got to experience it. Yeah. You know, see everybody in their, in their element and 100%. just fucking killing it at what they're doing. Um, and yeah, I, I'm so grateful. So, sorry I interrupted your, no, no. your, your thought, but um, I think... Um, we we all can we already are professionals. It's just it takes a bit of luck sometimes to get into the place that you are. But you know, luck isn't. I I truly believe luck doesn't exist without hard work. You know, you got to yeah. get yourself into those positions and gotta, to be lucky. Definitely, and getting yourself in those positions is again going back to what we we're talking about. Mm. Talking to people, For sure. meeting new people, mm. networking, networking. Because the people who's making that film, exactly. How did that guy get cast? You know what I mean? Yeah. You Connections, can, you man. Can, you can be the most amazing actor, but no one knows you. Exactly. Right? Exactly. 100%. So again, that, yeah, that, that relates to what we were talking about as well. It's, it's that putting yourself out there so you can get lucky. So luck yeah. can, can, you know, so you have a place for, yeah. for luck to, to reach you. There's no, such as, there's no such thing as luck without hard work. You got to... Work your ass off to get into the place to be lucky. Definitely. That's how I say it. Definitely. Um, something that I'm really excited about. Yes. And, um, you know, everybody's a master of what they did on Ozma. Um, and watching through the rushes, like, I had no doubt that the cast were going to kill it, right? And every single person shines. Everybody is at the top of their game. Um, and I talked to you beforehand that this isn't the end of our partnership. Um, that my next film, you're going to be the star in. Right, and uh, we're going to work on that together. Um, I have a, don't have any solidified ideas as of yet. Yes, but <laughs> I know I don't want it to be as big as <laughs> this one because my bank's still <laughs> recovering, mate. You do recover. Yeah, but I'm excited. Yes, I've been thinking about it a lot late. I'm I'm in this weird position where I'm like, I I want to write a first draft of the feature for Osmar, just because when I want this film done, I want to have that. Just on hand, just in case, you know what I mean? Um, but then I'm like, I was thinking on the way, I'm like, fuck, man. Ozma can be, Ozma has been my life for the last two years. It can be my life for the next fucking six years. I'm like, I really, what really excites me is something original. Yeah. And I, I you know, I want to have these sessions with you where we can go through and come up with a story together. Certainly. Right? And I want to do something emotional. I know that. And I want to keep it shorter, shorter than what I've done before, maybe five to ten minutes or something like that. Um, sure. Keep on the same crew, you know, keep on the same, you know, like, sorry, I was thinking, they're all part of the crew, like my composer, Connor, everybody. Like, yeah. But um, what do you kind of, I know it's a, you might not have the answer to this, but want out of our next project together? I know we're having this first conversation on a platform like this, but what excites you? What do you want? Do you have any ideas, any specifics that you want to kind of try out in this next project of ours? Yeah, um, there's there's definitely characters and some stories that I really want to tell. Mm-hmm. Whether you know I'm I'm writing or whatever it is. Yep. But 
I would say for us, yeah, I would, man, it, uh, it's fucking exciting, bro. I've been so literally exciting. been thinking about it nonstop since I fucking start stopped Osma. Been so thinking about exciting. it more than the feature, which I should be thinking about. Well, what gets me excited is is how you you pull you pulled Osma off, yeah, and where we can take this new thing for sure, mate. Right, so it's like fuck. Ha- there's no limit. No, the how sky's far yeah. can, how far sky's the limit. can we go? Yeah. With this with this character, with this new story. And I'm sure as we keep developing it and mm. coming up with ideas, then it's just gonna keep growing and growing. For me, it's can we in some way outdo Ozma? Mate. I was thinking about that. I'm like, but fuck, the, the quality has to be. It has, that, that's the thing. <laughs> it has that, to be. That there's no going back. And there's no, now. you know what I mean? Like, You can still or, do a shorter story though. That's as quality as what That's what I'm saying. Is. Yeah. If, How do we because do that? Of, because of the amazing work you did with this film mm. and that I got the privilege to witness, then now that we have that as a standard. I know. So whatever I feel like we make, yeah. even it, it can be a five minute scene, right? But how much gold can we put into this five minutes? I know, mate. How much of that experience you learned from Ozma? Yeah. Oh, can you mate, bring in? Exactly, right? bro. There's I'm so getting much. goosebumps. There's, there's so so many things and I can't wait to see Ozma and I know, yeah. I know it's going to do incredible things for everyone's careers, but for you, it's, yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's well, going to be incredible. Speaking of that, um, I don't have the first cut yet, but I'm getting it tomorrow. Yeah. I was thinking, this is completely up to you. Yeah. I do have some things. Would you want to see a little bit now or do you want to keep it as a surprise? Oh, man. <laughs> Let's see, right? Oh, man. And if so, do you want to see your performance or do you want to see some of the other stuff? No, don't show me mine. Okay. I, I, wanna, I don't, I don't want to see mine yet. I, w- I want to wait. I have stills or I have pieces of footage? Show me, show me stills. Okay. And I'm going to get your live reaction on here. So this okay. is stills that I found on Connor's website. He sneakily did this and like graded it near the final grade. Yes. Um, I'll show you some stuff. Cool. Yo. <laughs> so this is a scene of Jared and uh, Richard. Schmick, hey. <laughs> that set? Mate. Fuck it. You know what pissed me off, bro? Those Indie. candles. Yeah. How amazing is that? Yeah. Uh, no. I'll block it out. Yeah, there. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Those candles. Yeah. Bro, there was this one on this table that kept like every two minutes. It kept oh, bending. Is it that one? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember what tape, bro. It was so annoying. But yeah. It, lo- it looked so. In- that's. Do you have any more? I do. All right, show me, show All right, me these aren't as good quality, um, but you get the gist of it. I love it. When when we were filming this, or even when the singer was standing there, and yeah. you were getting... Bro. Yeah, I know. That was such come a good shot. A look? you got to see these. Oh, my God. So that. This yeah. may not even be the final grade, but it's just little bits and pieces. Wow. Yeah. Holy fuck. Go back to that. This one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not so. So it's not great quality. Um, wow. This one's one of my favorite here. Crisp. <laughs> Jay's dogs. And <laughs> <laughs> force. Believe it or not, I think we actually cut this out of it. But we're just using the voice. It's more, be- it's better like that. Is that 
That's the final scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Jared, <laughs> my mum. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, more. Yes. yes. Good. This one's my favourite one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you liked it? How I, I positioned it. Th- these are like little things that I did with the little pop vinyls before. Position yeah. it in a way where it directs your eye to where you want it to look. You yeah. position people in little things that I learned from Two's a Lesson. I wanted to concentrate mm. more on um, blocking and staging and shapes that you can play around. Yeah. And then the last one. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Sure you don't want to say anything? Oh. <laughs> I'll show you off. I'll show you off, camera. I, I do and I don't. I kind of want to save it, but I, I can't kind of... All right, show me, show you, I'll show show me something. Okay, show me something. I'll show you something. I'll show okay. you afterwards. But yes. I think that's good to end here, my friend. Um, thank you so much for coming on. My absolute I pleasure. think this has been another fantastic conversation and it will not only open the eyes to, you know, people that aren't in the industry, but I hope everybody gets to see the filmmaking world from your perspective, just as I did the first time and have all over again. And that's what I love about this world and meeting new people. You know, everybody walks a different path. And if you meet somebody and, you know, you connect to somebody on a deeper level and you're privileged enough to, you know, get an to get the story of their experience, it can only make you a better person. So thank you so much for that, brother. Thank you for I having me. No, no, my pleasure. And um, I can't, yeah, again, goes without saying, I, you, I can't wait to watch you keep growing. And Same goes to watch you, my brother. This film is about to do for your career mm. and everything to come mm. and just your light and your vision, how that's going to change the industry. And yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be amazing. I, Mate, I truly can't wait. I'll see you at the Oscar stage, right? 100%. 100%. Alrighty. On that note, thank you guys for listening. You can catch us at the pre-production meeting on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts and the pre-prod pod on Insta, TikTok. You know it. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Thank you.